Hey, family, it's Freeman here. Glad you could join me today on From Hood to Good Thinking. The topic for today is rest in peace. I know oftentimes when we hear that statement, we think about someone who died and people will sometimes say their name and then say rest in peace because they've gone to be with the Lord. But I want to talk to you about a different form of resting in peace. In fact, there's a story in the Bible that I was looking at when this subject matter came up in my spirit. I was looking at Mark chapter four and the story starts really at about uh, verse 30. 36, actually, it starts about there. And it talks about Jesus getting on the boat with his disciples, telling them, let's go to the other side. And he gets down in the middle of the boat and he lays his head on a pillow and goes to sleep. Now, while he's asleep, the Bible says that a storm arose. And then this storm, it was a great storm. It says that the wind and the waves beat onto the ship and it was starting to fill the boat up with water. So the disciples are getting they're getting panic in a panic state. They're like they're overwhelmed with the fact that this ship may go down because water is causing it to to sink down low as the wind blows. And I'm sure that they were pretty much at complete anxiety when they ran down into the bottom part of the boat where Jesus is asleep and they woke him up and said, Lord, what, what are you doing? Don't you care that we're about to die? And the Bible tells us that Jesus did something that was big. The Bible tells us that Jesus actually took what he possessed, carried it outside, and gave it to his environment. You say, what? Yeah, that's exactly what he did. He took what he possessed, he carried it outside, and he gave it to his environment. You see, Jesus carried what he contained, and when he took it outside, he made the elements change. What did he contain? Well, see, Jesus was full of peace and he was full of rest. Now, how can, how can I tell you that? Well, there's a scripture in the Bible in uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29, where Jesus says, come unto me, you who labor and are heavy laden. And he says something. He says, and I will give you rest. He says, learn of me. But he's basically telling them, I can only give you what I possess. And what I possess is rest. And I'm going to give you rest. So you're going to have to stop toiling. You're going to, you're going to be able to, to stop dealing with all of the stress and the strain and the chaos of the events and the things that are taking place in your life. And you're going to find in me rest. And it really blessed me because not only did Jesus contain rest, but he contained peace. In fact, when he came out of the boat onto the top of the boat where the waves are flowing, there's probably water all over the boat when Jesus comes up to the top. The Bible tells us in the story that he not only comes to the front of the boat with the disciples in the middle of the storm, but he says something. He says, peace, be still. Now, what is he doing? When he said peace, he looked up to the sky where the winds were chaotic and the clouds were moving and the, the storm was blowing. And he spoke and he released from within him peace. He said, peace. And then he looked at the waves and he released the rest that he possessed and he said, be still. You see, in fact, Jesus was releasing both rest and peace, the same rest and peace that he contained when he was asleep on the pillow in the midst of the ship. And that scripturally, I just basically proved that he possessed rest because I cannot give you what I don't first possess. And he said, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But the Bible also tells us in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it tells us that Jesus is the prince of peace. He's the what? The prince of peace. The word of means from within. 
Jesus is the prince that came from within peace or wholeness. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Wholeness, quiet, calm. Wholeness. You see, Jesus is the prince that came out from within peace. So not only does he possess rest, but he is the container of peace because he came from peace. So now the one who was full of rest and full of peace released what he contained in the midst of chaos and made chaos change. I'm telling you this because I want you to see that God on purpose initiated sending his son Jesus to not only be rest so that we could possess rest and be peace and wholeness so that he could restore to us peace and wholeness, but he he sent him so that we could get an understanding of how from our own midst we too can release what we contain if what we contain is peace. There's a couple of scriptures I want to touch on real quickly before we end this podcast. And one is Colossians 3.15, where it tells us to let the peace of God rule in our heart. The word let there is big because let is a permission word. In fact, anytime you say, I will let a thing happen, you you, you actually intentionally give a doorway for that thing to have access in your life. There's a scripture in the Bible that tells us to let not your heart be troubled. What? Yeah, let not your heart be troubled. What does that mean? That means anytime there's trouble, anytime there's chaos and it's climbed into your heart, it's because you gave it permission to enter in. And you see what happened, the difference between the disciples on that ship where there was a storm and Jesus was that the disciples allowed the chaos that was on the outside to enter into them. And as it entered into them, it began to change them on the inside. So now chaos was on the outside and chaos was on their insides. So panic took over and they began to run to find Jesus and tell him, oh, we're about to perish. What's going on? They're allowing the outside to affect them on their inside. But notice the difference with Jesus when he got on the top of the boat. Jesus allowed what he had on his inside to affect what was happening on the outside. He refused to let the chaotic environment, he refused to let the wind blowing and this waves moving to get into him and to get him into fear and to get him away from rest and away from peace. So he took what he had on his inside and changed what was going on on his outside. And the disciples instead allowed what was happening on their outside to change them on their inside. They let their hearts be troubled. That word let is big. Let's not permit some bad stuff and let's intentionally permit some good stuff. It tells us here in Colossians 3.15, we're going to let the good stuff happen. We're going to let the peace of God rule. What does it mean to rule? Actually, that word rule is where we get the word umpire. And if you've ever seen an umpire in a baseball game, an umpire, he'll, he'll, they'll, they'll throw the ball and he'll say either they were safe or they are out. That's what he does. He actually has those two signs. I'm, I'm doing it right now. You can't really see it because, of course, I'm on a microphone. But basically, he says you're safe or you're out. And the Bible tells us that the peace of God is supposed to act as an umpire in our hearts. It's supposed to tell us that that thing that we want to do is either safe or it's out, not an option. It's either safe, something good to do, something that I continue to have my peace over, or it's out. Because on the inside, I notice that my peace is absent when it pertains to that thing. And here's what you got to know. 
When peace is present on the inside of you, pertaining to any question or any issue that arises, that peace is the equivalent to power to affect that situation. But if there is the absence of peace, then that's telling you, hey, this is somewhere that you don't need to be. So when the Bible tells us to let the peace of God rule, it's telling us, look, this is the way that you should be led in life. You should be listening to the peace on the inside. Do I get peace about that decision? I got a friend that's inviting me to a party. Do, do, I, do I sense that there's a peace in my heart about that or no? Because if I don't get peace, if I get what's considered a check in my spirit instead, then then I'm supposed to reject that altogether because the umpire has said it's out. Now, the Bible tells us a couple of things about rest as well as peace. Now, if you get my book Morphed, you'll discover that I have a whole chapter where I talk about rest. And I explain that rest is the place where the promise is possessed. So anytime you want to get a promise out of the Bible or the word of God, you got to, the Bible says labor to enter rest. That means you got to believe it. You got to say it. You got to see it. You got to imagine it. And what, what are you doing? You're actually doing the work of believing so that you could enter the place of rest. Because in the midst of rest, that promise will be possessed. But here's what I wanted you to see. That scripture where it says, let the peace of God rule, and it says peace, that word peace there actually means quietness. It means quietness, confidence on the inside. And the word God tells us in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15, that in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. You see, you have the most power to overcome any and every issue and obstacle when you have peace on the inside due to the prince of peace that's on the inside causing you to possess rest in his promise. But remember, we do have to labor to enter rest. How do we do that? We meditate until we meditate on the word until we get motivated by the word and then we act on the word and then we rest knowing that the word is doing the work so we can lay our head on the pillow and sleep as comfortably in the midst of the chaos as Jesus slept in the midst of the boat. In fact, in that same chapter of Mark chapter four, if you go back to around verse 26, it tells us that a man sows a seed and goes to sleep night and day and awakens to a harvest and knows not how. Why did he go to sleep? Because in his rest, the word was working to create his promise. So if we'll make the decision to choose to labor to enter the rest, which means believe God's word, and then once we get to the place where rest is possessed, we can know that our promise is on his way. I just wanted to release some peace into your day today. And I really believe that God wanted you to hear this message because he wanted to remind you that if you'll let peace rule in your heart, he can lead you and guide you and direct you. And he'll see to it that the promise is possessed in the midst of rest. Because rest is where you get the promise. Rest is where the manifestation comes. After you, after you sleep night and day, you awaken to the harvest. Not when you're working and trying to figure it out, trying to do a bunch of stuff with efforts. No, there's some labor to interest, but, but, but not when you're trying to do it with your own strength, but when you're believing God and saying, you know what, I'm going to rest in the promise. I trust that my God is well able. I trust that his word is working. I don't have to see it. I simply believe it. And my trust gives birth to rest. And even though there may be chaos on the outside, there's peace on the inside. And the peace 
and the rest that I possess when released will change the chaos in the world around me. Let's trust God, family. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for these individuals who've heard this message, Father, pertaining to rest and peace. And I declare, Lord God, that they no longer have to labor and be heavy laden. But today, Father, you give them rest. I speak and release peace in the midst of their chaos. I declare that the problem be solved. I speak and declare that whatever is necessary to usher in the answer, that it be done now in Jesus' name. I cancel the curse and call them the blessed. And I declare, Father, that in the midst of their rest, that your promise, what they believe they heard from your word that they have taken possession of, your promise, Father, manifest in the midst of their rest. In Jesus' name, I decree it, so be it, it is so. Thank you for listening, my friend, and today is your day to rest in the peace of God.